Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Good morning. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I am your self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Um, thank you for joining me today on Messy Adventures in Living from wherever you are in the world. Um, it is 9 a.m. on Monday morning at the moment after the Easter long weekend, long weekend of family and eating and all kinds of interesting stuff. <laughs> I'm in an interesting place this morning. So today, our show is about judgment. Um uh, let me back up tell you a little bit about me. So I am um I am an author of three awesome books that have all hit number one bestseller very quickly. I am so excited about all of this, something that I created in less than a year. Um my most recent book is called Releasing Judgment. It was just launched a couple of weeks ago and is still sitting at number one um, on Amazon. It is amazing. It is a collection of uh, chapters from 26 different kick-ass authors all talking about how they kicked ass, kicked judgment's ass, <laughs> and how, how to release judgment from your life. So we're going to talk about that today because... Um, I can tell you I know a hell of a lot about judgment, um, so I would really like to explore this. Thank you so much for joining me, and I would love for you to participate if you can. Um, you can join me in the chat room uh, on a to zen.fm. There's a little red tab up at the top called chat room. You can log in there, and you can call in. Um, via Skype or via phone in the U in the U.S. or in Canada, um, the number in Canada is six one three zero zero eight seven three six, and the number in the U.S. is eight one five eight eight zero eight two five five. And where is the number for the U.K.? Huh, I can't find it at the moment. I'll get it for you in a second. Okay, so I'm Petrina Fava, um, and we're going to talk about judgment. So my chapter in the Releasing Judgment book that I just recently launched is called Dear Judgment, We're Breaking Up. And I wrote it as a letter to judgment. And I did this because as I sat down to write this chapter, I really had the sense that judgment for me and my life has taken on this identity of its own, it, it's like it, it's this entity in my life. It's like a thing. Um, and as I have been looking over the last few years at how much judgment has ruled my life, I used to think that I was at the effect of other people's judgments and that I was afraid of other people's judgments. And I realize now that it's so much more than that. Um, it's just so 
been so woven into the fabric of my life. And when I sat down to write this chapter, I wrote a letter to it because it felt like an entity or this thing that had taken on a life of its own that I had built a relationship with. Um, and I started to, you know when you suddenly start to look at a relationship and you're, and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing in this relationship? What the hell? And I feel like it suddenly my eyes were open to this relationship that I had with judgment and I was like, what am I doing? It's everywhere. It's in everything that I do. It's in all these places I never even imagined. So sneaky. Um, and so much woven into the fiber of my being. So, how long have you been in a relationship with judgment? And has this relationship expanded your life? Has it created magical possibilities? Or has it dulled your brilliance, made you smaller, and weakened your spirit? What has your insidious dance with judgment been like? Is it spiraling out of control? Has your life, has your entire life come to a dead stop under its weight? Are you ready to break up with judgment? Join me and let's start writing your breakup now. So I think what I would like to to start with is just read a small excerpt from my chapter because I just want to give you a sense of um, what this feels like for me, and you know, let me know if any of this rings for you. Um, again, it ha- has felt like a relationship, uh, and and almost like a dance that started. You know, when you're in a relationship, and 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 it feels good, and you're like, oh, I think I kind of like this, and then all of a sudden, you're so engrossed with this person, you don't even know where they start. And where you start, like where where you where they start and you end and you begin and everything is just so mixed up. So I'm I begin by writing this letter to judgment saying, Dear judgment, we're breaking up. And I'm gonna read halfway through the letter. So remember that when I'm talking, as I'm narrating, I'm directing this at this thing called judgment. You pointed out my missteps, my errors. You showed them to me zealously under the guise of caring and I understood that this would set me straight where I was getting it all wrong. I had only desired to joyfully dance my way through life but you showed me the error of my ways. You became louder, more commanding, I used you to motivate me into being better, to correct myself, to make my right in all the many places I was wrong. You demanded I remove my head from the clouds, place my steps carefully, and keep a little fear in my back pocket to ensure we didn't ever fall. You revealed where I was mistaken about my magic, mistaken about trust, mistaken about my brilliance and the beauty of others. Do not be blinded by beauty, you warned. Take off your rose-colored glasses. The world is a frightful place. Do not 
sorry, the world is a frightful place. All I ever thought to be my brilliance was actually my weakness, you told me. Everything I considered wonderful about me was actually my greatest downfall. You revealed where others felt smaller when I was shining too brightly and you told me how unkind I was being. You explained that I was vain in thinking I was brilliant. You glorified humility and molded me into a feeble martyr. You unveiled all of those who disapproved of my brilliance. All of this weighed heavily on me, and the approval of others became an intense need. I reached for it constantly to fill the empty space that once held my knowing. Somehow, approval felt comfortable, even though it was enormously painful to shrink myself smaller. I wanted more validation. You told me what I needed to do. It hurt, but I cut off my wings, extinguished my magic, and retracted my bright rays of sunshine. I bent and coiled myself to fit the expectations of others. Then suddenly I was tripping and falling at every turn. I spiraled and farther into the wrongness of me with such velocity that I barely recognized the dance, den- dance anymore. I tried to twist myself into the right steps but could never seem to escape the tornado of errors. Occasionally, there was a brief and distant memory of magic, wings, and sunshine. I vowed to forget these and convinced myself they were lies. So, what has your dance with judgment been like? When did your relationship with judgment start? Where did it start? Can you remember? Do you remember a time when you were very young and you weren't judging and you were just choosing? And do you remember a time when you were you knew that you were magic? And you knew all of your brilliance. You knew you were awesome. You knew you were brilliant. You could just shine really bright. Do you remember? I do. It's a glimmer, but I remember. And then I can look at times judgment started to sneak in. And it snuck in under the guise of a lot of different things. Caring, um, validation, rewards, gold stars, stickers, ribbons, trophies. I really got, as I was writing this chapter, to look at a time when I just knew I was brilliant and I could just shine. And then all of a sudden, when I went to specifically, but it was more than that, I started to become aware of other people's judgments. And I started to buy them as real. And then I started to look to validation, validation from others to know that I was brilliant. And slowly that's how I learned to judge. And I learned to use judgment to decide where I was brilliant and where I needed improvement, where my steps were, where I needed to be better. And I used judgment to show me that and to make myself correct things that I decided I was wrong at or bad at. 
So what about you? Have you know, for me, I've learned to use judgment as motivation. Um, I've learned to use judgment to make choices for fear of making a mistake. I had kept fear, a little bit of fear in my back pocket to make sure I did fall, right? How much have you kept fear in your back pocket to make sure that you don't fall, to make sure you don't make a mistake? How much have you used judgment to keep yourself safe? So, you know, even I, I just, I'm so grateful that I was invited to write this chapter about judgment um, because it was really uncomfortable for me. And it was interesting because Erica Glessing, who's the public book, messaged me and said, I'm writing this book, I'm putting together this book called Releasing Judgment. I would love it if you would write. And my immediate reaction was an excited yes. And then when I sent her the reply, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God, what did I do? So my awareness was quick, and it was light, and it was excited. And I was like, yes, oh, my God, I would love to write about judgment. And I sent the reply, and then I went into judgment <laughs> immediately, like 10 seconds later, not even five seconds later. Um and I went into judgment and I went, oh my God, how am I going to write a book about judgment, about, about releasing judgment? Because I know a lot about holding on to judgment and judgment is still so huge in my universe and I'm still so much at the effect of judgment and look at how much I judge myself and look at how much I judge others. Like, what did I just do? Am I crazy? How, I'm not an expert in judgment. <laughs> and that's it right there. It's a perfect example. My awareness my knowing quickly said yes. I was excited. I knew, something in me knew that this was going to be expansive and exciting and a contribution to my life. And then I went into judgment. And all of a sudden, things got twisted. So I will uh, talk more about that. We're going to go to break. Um, you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living we are talking about judgment. We are writing our breakup letters to judgment. Dear judgment, we are breaking up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava, every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on a2zen.fm how much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices what would you say if i told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing thousands of people all over the world have what am i talking about it's called access consciousness the bars 
The Bones is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you for joining us wherever you are in the world. Today, our show is all about releasing judgment, um, and it's dear judgment. Uh, we're breaking up. So are you ready? Are you ready to break up with judgment once and for all? How long have you been in a relationship with judgment and is it time to call it off? Call it off. Enough. How much is judgment ruling your life, destroying your life, um, creating limitation and just wreaking havoc? Um, what, what I really want to convey today, how much judgment is seeping from the pores of your life. It's everywhere and it's in places that we never consider. And I think part of the part of this is that you know, A we learn to judge at a very young age. And B we're aware of other people's judgments. So when I'm talking about breaking up with judgment, I'm not really saying that the judgment is necessarily going to just go away. Back up a little bit. Um, okay, so when did your relationship with judgment begin? Mine began when I, I, what I remember is when I was about six or seven years old and my parents separated. This is one of my first memories of really being so aware of judgment to the point where I could feel it in my body. And so my parents were fighting. My dad had an affair. He cheated on my mom. Um, My mom just hated him my grandpa just hated him so much they hated his family there was a ton of judgment about all of it everything every molecule of my life was seeped 
in judgment of this whole situation. And like I said, it was to the point where I could feel it in my body. I could feel the contraction, the, 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 the tightness of it all. My stomach was always hurting. Um, I would go to bed and, and, and feel contracted and twisted and sad. And I was, what I know now is that I was extremely, extremely aware of the heaviness of the judgment around me. So, you know, how much of it that you think you're doing or that you think, you know, you're judging yourself or that you're judging others, how much of that judgment is actually yours? Now, this is key to releasing judgment. It's key because judgments are lies, people. They're not even real. They're not real. They're not real. And and yet, they're ruling our lives, but they're not real. You know when they become real? They become real when you buy them as true and also when you resist them. Judgments are lies. If you buy them as yours without acknowledging that you are just aware of other people's judgments or aware of the judgment around you, as soon as you buy it, you've paid for it and it becomes yours and it starts to wreak havoc in your life. When you resist judgment from others, when you resist it so harshly, so even if you resist it a little bit, you've bought it too. You've bought it. You've made it real. You've made it solid. And then it starts to wreak havoc in your life. So if you would like to release judgment, please, that number one, judgments are lies. Oh my God, like, do you get this? They're lies. They're not real. You're buying something that's not real. And also get that judgments that you think are yours are not. You're aware of other people's judgments. Think about it. Who did you think of some judgments that you have? Yourself, about others. Where did they come from? Are they yours? For me, I think judgment came to its height or at least it's the, been the most in my face. Um, while as I became a parent. So my oldest just turned 12. So I've been a mom for 12 years and I have three awesome kids um, that show me all the time where I have judgments. (laughs) Thank you, children. Um, When I became a mom about 12 years ago, the judgment came to a huge height for me. I was, I've never judged myself so harshly um, once I became a mom. And if if I think about it, so many of those judgments are not mine. Where did I get them from? Okay, so where did I get my judgments about being a mom from? Well, possibly my own mom. How many of her judgments about being a mom am I aware of? How many points of view does she have about what it means to be a mother, what it means to be a good mother, how I should be parenting? 
How much was I aware of how much she judged herself for being a mother? And also, how many opinions about mothering are out there in the world, about parenting are out there in the world? You should do it like this, attachment parenting, not attachment parenting, cry it out, don't cry it out, um, yell at your children, don't yell at your children, on Pinterest, do crafts with them, um, make every day special. Like there's so many points of view about being a parent, being a mom, that were any of, they're not just points of view, they're judgments, they're conclusions, they're heavy, they're solid. How many of those are mine? They're not. I bought them from the world out there, from society, from people all around me. None of those judgments are mine. So how many of your judgments are not yours? Who did you buy them from? Did you buy them from society? Did you buy them from your parents? Did you buy them from your spouse? Did you buy them from your teachers? If you would like to release judgment, you have to get that the, the judgments that you think are yours are not yours. So here's a tool. It's a tool from a body of work called Access Consciousness. You can look it up, accessconsciousness.com. It's a tool that goes, who does this belong to? For every thought, so for every thought you, every judgment you have, every thought you have, please ask, who does this belong to? Is this mine? Is this even mine? And then your job is not to figure out who it belongs to. It's the purpose, the, 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 the way this tool works is that it gets you to acknowledge that this stuff is not yours. Judgments are lies, they're not true, and they're not even yours. So just don't buy it. Just stop. When you get a judgment coming up, you got to just look at it and go, no. We're breaking up. You know why? Because you're not even real. <laughs> you're not even real. No, I'm not going there. All right. Um, in the chat room, Christine. Okay, seriously, I don't remember a time at all when I wasn't judging me. Wow. So how much were you aware of all the judgments that were projected at you from your family? Because if you think about how early we're judged, it starts before we're even born. So imagine you're this this little, this being, not little, this enormous, <laughs> infinite being in your mommy's tummy, excited to come to planet Earth and be your awesome self. How much were you already aware before you even were born of judgments around you? How much did how much judgment was our mom doing about herself? Was she judging herself? Was she judging her ability to be a parent? Was she freaking out that she was pregnant again? Um, you know, was she impelling judgments and conclusions about whether or not you were going to be a boy or a girl and you were the number four child and you were going to be like this. Sure, of course, it's hard to remember a time when you weren't judging you because you were aware of judgment from before you were even born. I'm telling you, it's insidious. It's sneaky little bugger. It is everywhere. It is woven into the fabric of our being. So, yeah, 
um, she was worrying about everything. How will I feed another? What will happen tomorrow with my husband, my money, my kids, everything? Yeah. So were you actually judging your, have you actually been judging yourself your whole life or have you actually been extremely aware of it your whole life? This is what I'm saying. You've got to not own it. It's not even yours. We are so aware of other people's judgments. And, you know, when you get that, and for me, when I remind myself of that, when I'm judging me or when I'm judging others, although I have to say, like, I judge me about a trillion times more than I judge others, um, I have to remind myself that I'm aware of judgment. I'm not judging me. I'm aware of judgment. I'm aware of other people's judgments, and I've bought it as true. Bought it, and I've paid for it, <laughs> and I've bought it as true. It's not real. Um, okay, so yeah, sorry. So just in the chat room, my biggest challenge is seeing it as others when I can't remember a time when I wasn't buying it as true. I'm sorry. I need I need an explanation on that. So <laughs> okay, so let's let's take a break and then we will look at this comment in the chat room. My biggest challenge is seeing it as others when I can't remember a time when I wasn't buying it as true. All right, you are listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen. Their host, Petrina Favo. We are breaking up with judgment today. We are writing a letter to judgment. Dear judgment, we are breaking up. So don't go anywhere. We will be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S., 815-880-8255. 
In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the UK, 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you for joining us today. We are talking about judgment, releasing judgment, writing our breakup letters to judgment. Dear judgment, we're breaking up. So, Um, what I would like to look at is um, what I found when I looked judgment up on etymology online. Um, kind of interesting. So etymology online is a dictionary from like the 1800s or older. Um, and the idea is that um, the original meaning of words are often listen, listed here. And when you look at the original meaning, you can often get the energy of how they were originally intended. Uh, and it can provide some really cool insights into um, some of the words that we use. So um, I looked at judge, a judge. A judge is one who is qualified to pronounce opinion, to inflict penalty upon, to punish, to examine officially um, and then it said doom no sorry from from the from the original demon so like d-e-m-a-n and then it said see doom so then when I looked up doom it said condemnation yeah afflicting punishment doom condemn um, inflict penalty upon Okay, so does any of that feel light and fluffy? <laughs> no, it's solid and heavy and bleh. So this is the thing. Judgment is makes everything solid. And when you use judgment, you're not in your awareness. You're not in your knowing, um, which is awareness and knowing are what allow you to see possibility. Judgment doesn't do that. Judgment closes doors, it it becomes solid, it closes your eyes to all the possibilities. It's not choosing. We learn to use judgment to choose. Discernment, discrimination, these are similar to judgment. And we, we learn from a young age to use these things to choose, to use judgment and discernment and discrimination to choose, but that's not voice because we don't have all the information when we're judging. When we're judging, we only see what we've already concluded to be as true. So if we can use our awareness, if we can release judgment and use our awareness to choose, then we have endless possibilities. So um, we just had some cool conversations in the chat room about judgment this past weekend. Um, So like I said, it was Easter weekend this past weekend. And of course, families are always wonderful sources of judgment. (laughs) Wonderful. If you want to practice releasing judgment, just go over to your family's house. (laughs) Um, so in the chat room, um, someone was just saying how, um, the judgment was exhausting. She was drowning in it. Um, she took it into her body and woke up feeling drugged. So yeah, that's the thing. Um, judgment, it become, makes everything so solid and we've learned to take it into our bodies, but our bodies also perceive it. Like, like I get that 
it, it, it impacts us. And I think it's the resistance. So how much of that judgment were you resisting? Like how much are you sitting there with me around you going, oh my God, this judgment is so awful and it's so painful and it's terrible. So we're sitting there judging judgment and then that's what locks it in. So remember I was saying judgment is not real. So we judge others and we judge ourselves, but these things are not real because we've actually bought these judgments from other people. Once we start resisting judgment, that's what makes it real when we start to lock it into our bodies, but also our bodies perceive judgment. So what do we do with that? How do we really, how? How do we release judgment? So a few ways. A, recognize that it's not yours and that you're just aware of it. Um, I often am spaced. So there's this exercise that you can do that you can expand your body um, infuse your molecules with space and just expand like beyond the building that you're in and out into the planet so that your being is huge because when you're, you have our space, when there's space between your molecules, nothing can impact you. It's like hitting a marshmallow. Um, and also gratitude. So in my chapter in Releasing Judgment book, I... I talked about how I started to see that judgment was not contributing and our dance was coming to the screeching halt and I described these like cement blocks on my feet. It had come to the point where I couldn't even move because now there were these cement blocks on my feet and I was hammering, hammering away at the cement and it wasn't breaking. So, you know, I was describing how when I, you know, when I learned about the tools of access and I was really aware of how much I was doing judgment. I was resisting judgment so much and then judging myself for judging myself. And this wasn't changing it because the thing about judgment is that anything you judge, you can't change. So if you're with your family and you're judging that they're judging, nothing is changing and it's your body is being impacted more and more and more. So... There's something that can change judgment, and it's gratitude. So gratitude and judgment can't coexist. You can't be grateful for something and judge it at the same time. So, I mean, it's it might be hard to imagine, but when you're sitting in a room full of judgmental people and you're judging that they're judging, and then you're judging you for judging them, the cement blocks just become more and more solid. So what can you be grateful for in that moment? You could be grateful that you are aware of their judgments. You could be grateful for your body. Hey, body, wow, thank you so much for being so aware. I am so aware of all the judgment that's in this room. How cool am I? that none of this heaviness and none of this solidity and none of this judgment is actually mine. Thank you for being aware. Now, what else is possible? Do you know, body, that we don't have to be impacted by this? Yeah, um, Rhonda in the chat room, hey, body, show me the energy of space and ease with all of this. So you got to catch where you're judging that you're judging. 
<laughs> or that you're judging that other people are judgmental because what happens is as soon as you start to resist that judgment, it locks it locks it in more and more and more and more. Show me the nanny of space and ease with all this. Thank you, Rhonda. That's a really fantastic question. So what else, guys, like what else is going on for you and judgment? What have you what have you made so vital about judgment that doesn't allow you to release it with total ease? Have you what have you used judgment for that you thought was a good thing, that you thought was productive? I was talking to someone a few weeks ago about parenting and judging ourselves as parents. And she said, but of course, like I have to judge myself as a parent. Otherwise, I would just yell at my kids all day or I would just like, I would be terrible. Like I would just be yelling at them all the time and God knows what I would do if I didn't judge myself. Like she just was like, of course I'm judging myself. What else is there? So how much have you used judgment to keep your children safe? Like how much have you judged yourself as a parent because you think that if you judge yourself, your children won't be at the effect of your wrath. <laughs> they won't be at the effect of you. All those things that now you're judging yourself as wrong. And how much have you used judgment to keep yourself safe? There's something about judgment and safety. How much have you used judgment as your safety net? And what I'd like to challenge you on is, is that really keeping you safe? And is it really giving you choice? So if you don't have judgment, if you're not using judgment to choose, then what else is there? You might be asking. If I don't have judgment, if I don't judge myself out of being a bad parent, how else can I ensure that I'm doing it right? There's this thing, it's called awareness. And you, we all have it. We are all aware. We all know. But we can't get to it if judgment is in the way. We use judgment to keep ourselves safe. But it's bullshit. It's a lie. It doesn't work. What do you have if you don't have judgment? Guess what? You have awareness. And awareness is the ultimate. Because when you have awareness... You can be aware of everything. You can know everything. And then you can choose. Judgment does not give you choices. When you choose by judging, it's based on this assumption that there's two things. Pick this or this. That's not really choice. It's not true choice. When you have awareness of all the possibilities, you can choose all of the possibilities and you can choose based on awareness not judgment or conclusion of what you think is right if you don't have judgment what do you have you have awareness so would you like awareness or do you want to continue to function from judgment because i tell you when you function from awareness you have the world at your disposal, have 
all of the endless possibilities at your disposal. You're aware of all of them. When you're doing judgment, you, your eyes are closed. Your blinders are on. You can only see what you've already decided as true. It's a time to break up with judgment, people. We are going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on AtoZen.fm. We are breaking up with judgment. Don't go anywhere. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.K., 033-0001-0625. Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Adventures and Living on A to Z.fm. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. And talking today about judgment, um, I wanted to um, mention again, <clears throat> excuse me, that my book called Releasing Judgment, which is a collection of chapters from 26 amazing authors, is on Amazon.com. It's doing amazing. It's um, sitting at number one in um, energy healing, I think, now for the last couple of weeks. You can grab it on Amazon.com um, if you're interested in any way in breaking up with judgment. <laughs> so what I really want to get across today is that, you know, we are all, <clears throat> I think, very aware 
that judgment is limiting and that judgment is wreaking havoc in our lives and that judgment does not create possibilities. But what I really have been getting over the last several months, especially when while writing my chapter about judgment and judging my chapter, <laughs> um, I really am getting that judging judgment or resisting judgment doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't change it. We're all aware that judgment limits us. But if judging judgment as bad or resisting judgment, that's not releasing judgment. It's creating more of it and it's locking it in further. So it's like this crazy dysfunctional relationship that we have with judgment. It's just, it just blows my mind how twisted it is. We are, you know, please get that you can look at judgment and go, this is not working for me. And you don't have to judge it as bad or you don't have to resist it. Because when you do, you're not changing it. Anything you judge, you can't change. Please get that. Um, Gary Douglas um, has said this over and over again. He's the founder of Access Consciousness. Anything that you judge, you can't change. And that includes judgment. If you're judging judgment, it can't change. Um, when you catch yourself judging, please have allowance and just look at it and be like, ha, ha I'm doing it again. <laughs> oh my God, I'm judging myself again. I forgot I broke up with you. See you later. No judgment. You know, have some patience and allowance with yourself. You use judgment. At some point in your life, you took it and used it because it was working for you. And now you know it doesn't work for you anymore. And it's the same as a relationship. You can look at a relationship and go, hey, this relationship was working for me in the beginning. And you know what? It doesn't work for me anymore. I'm just going to break up with it. I, you don't have to hate her. You don't have to hate your husband or your wife. Or you don't have to hate them to break up with them. You just have to choose to break up. It it doesn't have to be crazy hatred, resistance. In, in fact, that actually creates more. If you're resisting judgment and you're judging judgment, you're going to create more of it in your universe. So um, what I would like to do, I wasn't going to do this, but I think what I would like to do is just read a little bit more of my chapter. And this is right at the end of the chapter when I'm looking at these cement blocks that have encompassed my feet as I've been dancing with judgment my whole life <clears throat> and wondering how I'm going to get rid of this, how I'm going to break up with judgment. Staring staring down at the cement blocks and knowing only you, I feel trapped. I'm used as you stand and laugh wickedly while I reach for you. You, the only tool for change I have ever known. What am I to do now? What else is there besides you, judgment? You've destroyed me and I'm shaking with anger and resentment at you. But no matter how enraged I become and how hard I strike at the cement that encircles me, I cannot release you. Vulnerable. Oops. Ah, I lost my spot. <laughs> Sorry. Just a second. Okay. <laughs> no matter how enraged I become and how hard I strike at the cement that encircles me, I cannot release you. 
vulnerable in the wake of the sudden halting of our dance. I feel the vibrating wiggle of my brilliance. I've ignored it, devalued it, and hammered it down deeply. I've smothered it with you, the dark cape of unconsciousness. And yet, here's my magic. Its potency increased, never in fact destroyed. My beautiful wings remain their span even greater than before. Rays of sunshine are reaching farther and bursting brighter than ever. I know they cannot extend to their farthest reach while you're here, judgment. Please go, I beg you. I look at the cement that encompasses my feet. I sigh deeply and close my eyes. I see now. I chose you, judgment. I invited you into my world and used you because you are all I knew. I lower my walls of resistance to you. You have power, and I am no victim. Our dance has contributed to my life and brought me to this moment. I have a new awareness of what is true for me now, and for this I am deeply grateful. I am lighter suddenly, and as I open my eyes, the cement is gone. Goodbye, judgment. You've served me well, but we're breaking up. I choose me. You don't have to hate judgment to break up with it. You don't have to resist judgment to break up with it. You don't have to hammer at it with judgment. You just have to be aware that it doesn't contribute to your life anymore and release it. The body is aware of judgment. How much of your judgment have you been locking into your body can you be grateful to your body for providing you with the information, for showing you how much judgment there is around there, and then just release it? Not buy it as real. Thank you, body, for showing me how much judgment there is in the world. It's not ours. It doesn't belong to us. Um, thank you so much for me today on Messy Adventures in Living, talking about releasing judgment. Dear Judgment, we're breaking up. Goodbye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all. 